Topple Chevrolet GMC Studios. Here is your host, Derek Pearson. Presented by Beatrice Bakery on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Happy Friday, everybody. Again, we made it. Thank you for hanging out on a uh, cold Lincoln Friday morning. We have a special guest. Uh, you know the deal. You know the routine. 402-464-5685. That's the starter Heyman text line. You can text in. Uh, any questions, comments, or thoughts? Uh, the Honda Lincoln Hotline. If you want to call in, you can do that. Same number. Call in. And remember, we're live. The starter Heyman video stream, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. You can see what's going on. You can jump into the chat rooms there as well uh, to do that. This is a good day. Uh, we have special company, and it is a new direction kind of deal. Let's welcome to the ticket. Let's welcome to Lincoln. Let's welcome to the family. Mama Joseph, Priscilla Joseph joins us. How are you? Cold. <laughs> I mean, I was expecting the cold. I was. But uh, it kind of just hits you in the face sometimes. Yeah. The, the, see, I'm not from here either. So I had, had to. So I'm originally from D.C. Okay. So, which is kind of the flat line. Um but yeah, this is when so it you gets guys cold. Kind of get the cold, but not like we get. The, yeah, we get that cold. But I also lived in Utah, so okay. I, I, well, I, I, I'm gone. originally from Arizona, though. So, Ooh, so but I lived is, in the South from uh, like we've lived in the South for the last nine years, and then I born and raised from Arizona. So the heat is kind of all I've ever known, and I'm like, oh, you know, whenever I have the chance to live in the cold, I'm gonna live there and enjoy it. <laughs> You'll get some heat. Yeah. You'll get some heat here, um, and folks will let you know about it. Like you, this if you if you haven't learned anything about Husker Nation, they will give you information that they think you need. Oh no, that is, that is very true. They they give me all the information I need. Let me tell you, and I'm here for it. I need it. Well, that that's I need it. that's the beautiful part of this, and and. In fair disclosure, like I reached out to Patel and I said, listen, th- you need to do your own show. There needs to be a coach's wife show. Like that has to happen because there are so many different stories and different facets, different vantages that you have to this level of, of college football. Absolutely. That the average fan doesn't get. Like you've had to pack up and I don't do... know if the fans are ready to know what my life is like though. <laughs> well, well, but the, uh, my thing is, let's give it a shot because I'm willing to give it a shot. Let's y- do it. Yeah, because it, it, there's so much to it. So first of all, so you said you're from Arizona. What part? And then what? What? How do how do you and Mickey intersect? Okay, so I'm originally from Arizona, uh, Chandler, Arizona. Okay. Um, if you're not from Arizona or even know Phoenix is kind of base. Um, and then from there, I moved, um, went to school in Vegas for a couple of years, moved back to Arizona, and then I went to Oklahoma, and that's where I met Mickey um, while he was coaching at Langston University. So through that, there are folks who no- understand that if you're going to cross into an athlete's life or a coach's life, it's not standard. Like, there's... It's unusual circumstances all the time. 100%. Did you knowingly jump into this situation? <laughs> Did you so know I've what you were getting into? my entire life. Like, okay. I've known nothing but athletics since I could walk. Okay. Like, the second I could walk, my dad put a bat in my hand. I'm a softball player. I played collegiately. 
and I played professionally for um, the Mexico national team. Okay. I coach. I coached um, before I had my daughter. Okay. And so I know the coaching life. I know what it entails to be a coach. I know the hours. I know the dedication. And once you're in, it's a calling. It's not a some. It's not a choice. Like people don't just wake up one day and say, "Oh, I want to be a coach." It's something that's you're born with. Like that's God's calling, and it's it's really more of like a ministry. When people are like, "Oh, you're you're supposed to be a pastor," like. I can tell you this. Uh, we believe our daughter will be a pastor. She has the calling for it. I mean, the girl's six years old and she can pray on anybody. <laughs> if you know, if you know, you know. And you know. Okay. So that's the thing. So when it comes to coaching, coaching is a calling. And if you and it and here's the thing, as a coach's wife, either you get it or you don't. Ooh. Yeah. Um, that is an absolute truth. Um <laughs> having coached all over the country uh there's a lot of expectation yes. there's a lot of things that have to happen so let's talk about you as an athlete okay all right softball player high level what position describe scout yourself uh catcher and i hit bombs <laughs> <laughs> that's about it uh <laughs> perfect all yeah, right that's, that's all we need yeah. right i got an arm um uh, and i did my investigating and i know mm. my husband has <laughs> A decent arm, uh -oh. so I'm banking on my daughter to have a phenomenal arm. Who has the that. better arm between you and Mickey? Accuracy-wise? Yeah. Me. Okay. 100%. Okay. He's going to say otherwise. You know, she, she put the caveat accuracy-wise, but what she really wanted to say as soon as she said that was, of course me. Yeah. You could see it. You could see it, and she was like, what kind of question is that? Yeah. yeah that I mean, women are, we're perfectionists. Right, so are you saying your husband isn't a per perfectionist? Oh no, I mean he, <laughs> he probably is more, more so than me now. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> the man okay. won't sleep until he gets what he wants. That's see, that's the part. Like you have to facilitate an entire life and existence, knowing that there is a huge amount of weight on his shoulders. Also, that you are carrying the bread at home, like, yeah. like this is that's the that's usually how this thing works. And it would be, I would imagine, it's pretty helpful that that you've gone through it, so you kind of understand it. Is there any interest in you coaching here? So, initially, um, yes. When at the end of LSU's football season, actually about midway point, I told them we have a we're about to have a two-year-old um and I, I when I met him so he he kind of knows when I met him I told him I'm as much as I love being um a housewife um a stay-at-home mother to our children I also know that I have the calling to be a coach um my last coaching job, I coached at Gremlin State University, and then I was um, the interim head coach at Alcorn, Alcorn State. Okay. So, to say the least, that I want to get back. But I also, we believe that we didn't want other people raising our children. And because we don't live, and we don't really get to pick where we live, um, we don't have that, like, family community. Now, here's the thing. My mom is literally the goat. 
Okay. Okay. She has been with us for every of our seven moves. So right now she's actually at home with the kids. So if it wasn't for her, we wouldn't be able to do as much as we can and we're able to. Um, But yes, I, to answer your question, I do want to get back. Um, But first comes first, like I told you, um, I need to get our house. I need to get our, our kids situation and our daughter's having a somewhat difficult time um, in the transition. She's, loving every bit of it but it's still overwhelming at times i mean yeah she's losing friends she's like uh, that that space that comfort uh, of that what's the biggest issue in the transition um i think losing friends and starting but she's also she's another mickey joseph she walks into a room and she takes over the room that's not a bad thing no i and i don't think she knows that yet though i don't think that she knows that she has that personality like i mean she could walk in here and i'm out of the question like the whole interview is going to go to her instead of towards me well that's an interview that needs to happen that wouldn't be a problem <laughs> all, right, all right mom and daughter let's all just to have like the family joseph that 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 should happen and let me tell you um at lsu um i was mickey joseph's wife mm-hmm. or melania's mom I wasn't. Oh, hey, you're Priscilla Joseph. <laughs> like it's I, one like of those. Here, where you I at least have my identity back, right, which right. I'm really happy about. Yeah. But there, it was like, oh, you're Melania's mom. I'm like, yeah. Or, oh, you're Mickey's wife. Yeah. And like on the field when we would do pregame, people were like, hey, I saw your daughter, like Melania, way over there. I'm like, yeah. They're like, you're not worried. I'm like, listen, there's not one person on this entire field that doesn't know who she is. And if you don't know her, she's gonna make sure you do. See, Who that, does that remind you of? Well, 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 <laughs> well, well, but this is this is this is why I, I again watching from a distance and saying, okay, you are f- firmly, fully, loudly embracing Lincoln, like this whole process. A lot of people would tiptoe into this space, right? Like, let me just lay low and figure out. And that's what Mickey wanted me to do, right? Lay low. What? What? That's another conversation. That right? is. That that's is. That's another conversation. Absolutely. That. Some people would lay low and say, let me figure this out. But some people have to be so authentically in who they are that it becomes impressive. So I said, well, listen, you asked Husker Nation to embrace you. They did. They came running. And I said, okay, then let's facilitate that. Let's give you a space where you can come in and talk to them directly. Mm -hmm. Like this is a thing. You can bring on Mickey, and you guys can work stuff out on air, bring your daughter and showcase. But also, it's like, so we have the text line that tells us, it says, uh, and Pecan Pie, is a, uh, he's a friend to the show. Uh, he has a daughter that, as a matter of fact, his daughter's a catcher, um, pretty high-level catcher at Pius 10th. And she says, well, they need a great softball coach. So, let's go. Let's do right, it. Right, right, <laughs> or right. I was thinking more private lessons, but hey, let's well, do it. Well, no, no, but she's a catcher. It. She's a catcher. She's actually a catcher, so oh, I think okay. that that might be one that might need to happen. <laughs> um, you talked about seven moves. Go through the, the the progression and procession to Lincoln. Let's see. I mean, we started at NAIA, mm-hmm. and then we went to HBCUs. We were at Alcorn, and then Gramlin, mm-hmm. um, and then from there we were at Tech, and then LSU. Now we did several moves at LSU, just. The the housing market is not the best. It's an interesting place. Yes. And as a coach's wife, considering Mickey's 
background and their his family. It's a it's a football family, right? So you got Vance Joseph, mm-hmm. you got Terry Joseph, and now you got Sammy Joseph. They're all in it. Vance and Terry have been, you know, in this for a long run. And we take advice from them as far as and more so me talking to their wives. What because we're the ones that do everything. Listen, this was the first house Mickey saw since like that we've ever moved into mm-hmm. that he saw before we actually moved into. See, that's that's a common thing. And some people will refer to coaching the coaching life as a gypsy life that you have to be able to pick up and move. You like to believe you're settled into a place, but you're never really settled in. The never. very few people get the Tom and Nancy Osborne experience of being in a place and then just staying there. That rarely happens. Well, we were at LSU for five years, so that, that already a- is unheard of now because oh. we know one or two years is kind of like the deal – which is, I have my own feelings about that. Well, that's that. that well, that well, but that's the question, right? Because you have to. So we're, we're talking to Priscilla Joseph. Uh, that's Mickey Joseph's wife. Um, again, she's a softball player, coach. So she, this whole thing, and then the but the engagement part of it that you're able to ask people here the things that you need to know openly, honestly, which is different because a lot of folks in this space. They try to lay low. Mm-hmm. I'm impressed by the fact that you have this thing in order. It's not easy. So the move in, all of that stuff, the house house hunting here in Lincoln, I went through that two years ago. I kind of understand the process. Mm-hmm. It's not easy. <laughs> it's not fun. So you said the first. this is the first one, he's, the house he saw before he got, you actually moved in. Yes. What's the normal process? So you're at LSU, rumblings, phone calls, emails, texts. Lincoln may be an option. What are your thoughts? When do you become active in the process? Is it, hey, I got an offer. Hey, I'm going to get an offer. Or once the offer is in place, then let's go. How do you process this stuff? Okay, so before, it was kind of um, – I. I before I used to like knowing every single action when if you received a phone call if you received a text I wanted but now with kids it just created more of anxiety for me um so now I tell him not to tell me unless it's like our agent we're negotiating okay where it's like you're on the phone you're talking to head coach or OC or you know whoever um and and that's just it's it's really been a process, but at the same time, like we we lived um, at LSU in a hotel for two two and a half months. So with that, when we left Louisiana Tech, we picked up, we moved pretty much. People like to say like y'all picked up and moved overnight, and didn't say your goodbyes and all that stuff. And the great thing about today is like you have like social media, so you you still stay in touch. And it's not that we don't want to say goodbye. It just, it's hard. It's it's not something that coaches' wives like to talk about. Is You don't like saying goodbye. And in all reality, the coaching circle is extremely small. So, like, the more places that we've been at, like, you meet somebody and they're like, oh, you know such and such. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were with them at, you know such and such school and all that stuff. So you come to realize that this, 
carousel is not very big, which makes it easy and stuff. Like, so, like, when you when you mentioned that I embraced the whole situation, now, and asked Husker fans for a lot of info and help, I mean, I could have gone to Laura Bush, right? Because we were with them for two years at LSU. Mm-hmm. But knowing like Mickey was here and he told me like, listen, the fans here are nuts on a good note. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm like, all right, they can't be that bad. So let's see. But I had no, like zero intentions of what has become zero. I literally, somebody posted Mickey running and I thought it was the coolest thing ever. Cause I love seeing him play. Like I love the the old stuff that we mm. don't get to see um, because he he didn't him and his parents really didn't keep a lot of it and if they did it's like in the like in the attic yeah in, in, <laughs> yeah, in the third box yeah, from the left yeah, in, yes in, in, exactly in the, in the so when I get to see it yeah. it's it's fun it's it's exciting for me and then I get to show my kids I get to show his son I I mean like it's it's something to embrace something that he like. If there's one thing to know about Mickey, he is the most humblest, unhumblest person ever, right? Because he knows he's bad, but he will not tell you he's bad. Now, he knows it, but he won't tell you. Describe, give the, you you did a pretty good scouting report on yourself. Give us a scouting report on Mickey. On Mickey? (laughs) Just just give us, give us the cliff notes. The cliff notes. Mickey can talk to a tree and convince it to move. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> that's how know. I that's how I describe Mickey. And that's that's his recruiting. He can recruit a tree. What well, what makes him a good recruiter? A great recruit. There is nothing but honesty and he will give you everything he has. He'll give you the shirt on his back, he'll give you everything and he's lived it. There's nothing there's no one else that has lived it more than he has and the reason why I say that is because he went through a lot when he played he had to work for it It wasn't just given like he was talented and he knew he was but he also like coach Osborne made him work for it and listen I can't wait I still haven't met Tio like I'm I can't wait to meet him. I'm in that boat with you. Like, I, I, we're supposed to – he's going to be in studio next Tuesday night. Well, then I'm coming in. Next Tuesday night. <laughs> I'm next bringing tu- Next Tuesday night. Well, I'm we were supposed Nicky. to do an event with him today at the Stars, but but he canceled out. Okay. But he's doing – he's doing. we do a teammate show, a mentoring show on okay. Tuesday nights, and he's supposed to be here. And I don't fanboy. Like, my thing is eh. – no, I'm valid fangirl. Yeah, like, it, like it, like it, it it's gonna happen. Like, I want to no. know all the dirt on Mickey J. Yeah, like, right? <laughs> and I heard there's a like, lot of dirt. Right? Never right? met him. Never, never even been in like the same room or like a couple rooms down from him. But I've been around a bunch of people that have met Tio, and I'm just like, man, if I ever get to meet him, I don't even know if I if I could muster up the courage to say a word. Like uh-huh. I just. I don't know. I'd be just like, tell me all of it. <laughs> tell me all. Like, but so here's the thing. Like this this life that uh, of yours, moving from place to place, city to city, program to program, family to family, right? It's a little bit different. Each community kind of processes differently. You were at Grambling and Alcorn. Those are different universes. Those are different universes. I'll ask you, what's your favorite thing about those 
I challenge people to go. Okay, so to, I'm to uh, my alma mater's Langston University. Right. So I'm I come from an HBCU. Okay, but not everybody here has experienced the HBCU life. Like I I I was raised under the shadow of 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 Howard University. So you know Virginia Tech, Virginia Union, Virginia State, North Carolina NT. Like and but Grambling was my first football love. Mm-hmm. Because they were on TV every Sunday with Eddie Robinson yes. telling the story. So you knew. And then Doug, of course, Dougie Fresh is, yes. is my guy, right? <laughs> Dougie's my Doug's guy. Awesome. Right? But that experience, give them a, a bird's eye view of of grambling football as a community. What's that like? Okay, so I'll, I'll go more like HBCU, right? Okay. So um, being a former coach of an HBCU, mm-hmm. I would my recruiting for my girls would be like, if you come here and you survive in HBCU, there's nothing in the world that you cannot survive. And that's not to like bash HBCUs is that you're helping our students and our men and women prepare for the world. Mm -hmm. And that's what I would like to, that's what I would tell my girls is that you think you can survive in this world today. No, 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 no. Go to an HBCU, go stand in lines in financial aid, Mm -hmm. And get the runaround and then be frustrated and be like, I can't do this. No, you have to. There's nobody else that's going to do it for you. And then you're going to survive. And then going to classes and doing all that stuff. It, it's it's a special community um, that I don't give enough credit to. Because um, I had a, a rough experience with HBCU. Um, but it still doesn't take away from what they have to offer to the world. Now that kid that <laughs> that goes back to to the kid that's just signed with Jackson State University, man, what a st- I just can't. I and that's the thing. Like when I met Mickey, I was I had I, football was like what? What's football? I don't even know what. I mean, touchdown, score, like cool. I, I so like I've come ways when it comes to football. Um, I was more baseball, softball, and stuff, but. It's it's definitely – and then Gramlin is probably one of our favorite place – our second favorite place. Um, Alcorn is kind of home for us because the staff that we had there is family. They like, hold on to you tight. Yes, but like every single person that was on staff that year at Alcorn that we were there, that Mickey was there for – because he was only there for a year um, – I mean, we have Willie Simmons at, at FAMU. Um, we have Tony Percararo that's now at um, McNeese. Um, we had Eric Losey. I mean, we just had so so many that we're all still like, I mean, we go on vacations together. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that is something that can never re- be replaced um, and like, redu- you know, duplicated. Yeah. So it's it's different because you're in the trenches i mean and alcorn you're there's nothing else out there <laughs> literally nothing else nothing nothing around it let's do this let's toward the break we'll go to this i want to ask about lsu and that culture and then we'll get into lincoln and and what's happening in this space we're talking to priscilla joseph She's going to be one of the first wives of the football program. We're going to talk to her more when we come back to one-on-one. 
You're listening to Old School with DP and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.